If you're watching via Spotify or YouTube, you're seeing footage of my next guest NCAA senior season. Uh, I have Derek St. Hilaire, G League rookie for the South Bay Lakers. Sit back and enjoy. Yo, what's happening, good people? It's your boy Jay Snipes, aka the podcast of the people. Back with another episode of Generation Motivation, the podcast. Hey, thank you, thank you, thank you, as always, for tuning in for another episode. And um, hey, I got one for you today, boy. And you know, hey, you know, you know, I'm a um, I I I, I like some basketball. You know, what I'm saying I'm a basketball head. Um, the knees have given out on me, so I can't do what I used to do. You know, what I'm saying, hey, this man to my left. Yo, he plays above the rim. You know what I'm saying? I'm grabbing the bottom of the net, but it's all good. <laughs> it's all good, though. Hey, so I have Derek St. Hilaire. Uh, he plays for the South Bay Lakers of the G League. Yo, Derek, welcome to Generation Motivation, the podcast. I appreciate you having me. Yeah, no doubt, no doubt. Hey, and before we even jump into it, man, I, I want to thank this man um, on air. I, I, You know, before we started recording, I... um. I introduced him to my son and um, just I wanted him to kind of give, you know, my son a little pep talk, just kind of give him some insight. My son just you know, he plays basketball. He's, uh, in, you know, in the 10th grade playing JV. And Derek was uh, so kind as to kind of give him some guidance, man. And, you know, it's it's beautiful to see young brothers, you know, looking out for one another like that, man, and kind of give, you know, give that inspiration, man. So, um but hey, Derek, let's 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 kind of jump into it, man. Like you know, first and foremost, um, and we're going to rewind a little bit. But you know, how is it playing in the G League? We'll start there and then kind of work our way back and work back, you know, back up. How 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 yeah. is that experience, man? It's fun. It's every night. It's a lot of great guys. Um, it's a lot of guys we play this year that have been like lottery picks of recent drafts, and like I used to watch kind of growing up and stuff. So it's cool to to really like play against them and, and see them play live in person. Uh, it's, it's competitive every night. It's high level basketball and I'm, I'm glad to be a part of it. Yeah. Yeah. No doubt. Hey, so for those that don't know, so Derek is uh, from, you know, Decula, Georgia. And uh, so you all the way on the West coast, man. How, how is it, you know, adjusting to that West coast life? The weather's really nice. Yeah. So I'm definitely loving it more than I was back in Atlanta. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. The, the the time is three hours back. So like back when I was in Georgia, I used to go to sleep really late. Um, and now it's like it's three hours back, so I'm not going to sleep as late. So it's kind of better for me. Yeah. But it's weird. Like the days out here feel longer. I don't know why. Yeah. It definitely feel longer. But I'm loving it out here. It's it's real nice. Uh, it's my first time being out in California. Uh, period. So. Like anytime I can, I'll try to go out and like just sightsee and see stuff, go different places out to eat and stuff like that. So I'm really I'm I'm enjoying it. Yeah, yeah, no doubt, man. So hey, let's let's kind of take it back. Um, you know, first and foremost with with basketball. So how I, I guess I don't want to phrase it like how did you get into basketball? Like that you know, it's not like music or acting or anything like that, because I know, you know, basketball is something that we we talked about that kind of consumes you. So yeah. what, like, at what point did you know basketball was going to be the thing for you? Like, at what age did you say, you know what, I can do what those guys on TV are doing? Uh, So my first organized year of basketball was fourth grade. I played rec. Okay. So I remember before that, I used to just watch basketball all the time. Like, 
I think one of my first memories of like watching basketball was probably like probably maybe like around first grade or something. I was watching like an all-star game in my parents' room and I was just like enjoying it so much. So then like before I had before fourth grade came and they actually put me in rec, I just I was always like I had a little hoop downstairs in the hallway. So I played downstairs in the hallway. I always play outside with my friends like all day. Uh, when my sister came down to visit, because she had lived in New York when I was young, when she came down to visit, would always play basketball in the driveway. So, like, I always just somehow loved playing basketball, loved watching it. So um, I was begging my parents to put me in uh, organized basketball. And so then fourth grade was my first year. Yeah. And never looked back. Never looked back. Never looked back. So, hey, so growing up in Georgia, am I safe to say that the, the Hawks were your, your squad or – they were not. They were not your squad. Okay. I never had a favorite team okay. necessarily growing up. It was like I was a Dwayne Wade fan, okay. and then Kobe hit this game winner on Dwayne Wade. I forgot what year it was. But once Kobe hit that shot on Dwayne Wade, I became a Kobe fan. Okay. So since I was a Kobe fan, I was automatically a Lakers fan. So since then, the Lakers have been my favorite team. Like his being squad. So so you're not going back to the the you know the MJ era where like you know what I'm saying or the AI or none of them. So you started I, I did like AI. Okay. But before that, I'll be lying if I said I paid attention to the older heads in front of me or like I just never did. I always was like what's in front of me is what I see. So I was definitely a fan of AI and I went back and watched this stuff. But anything before that, I really didn't pay too much attention to. Attention to it. Yeah. Hey, so so one of the tips that Derek gave my son, you know, was more or less like, hey, don't compare yourself to anyone else. You know, things happen in due time. You know, I, I think a lot of times, man, um, we we put a lot of pressure on ourselves, we, you know, especially in, in the social media era mm -hmm. where it's like, oh, such and such has this or look out, you know what I'm saying? Look how fly, look how flashy they are. Look at some of the things that they're doing, you know, show how are you able to kind of, I guess, kind of keep yourself grounded, keep yourself in check where you don't put, put so much pressure on yourself, you know, cause obviously the goal is to get to the NBA, you know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. And, and we'll talk about your steps, you know, in college and, and, you know, from season to season, stuff like that. But I mean, how it's like you, I know a lot of times, man, you like, I'm, 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 I'm this close. I'm this close to, you know, you know, realizing that uh, I can step out on that court, you know, and, and, and make it to the NBA and play in the NBA game. So how do you kind of hold yourself back to not try to do everything, you know, as soon as you get on the court, when you play in, in the G league, you know what I'm saying? You don't want to be too flashy. You want to play within, you know, within the game, stuff like that. Yeah. Um, I more say more so just say like patience, like my whole life, I've always felt like, I just want to get there. I just want to get there. I just want to get there. But like at the same time, like a lot of our coaches say this now, like be where your two feet are. Like sometimes you got to just enjoy where you're at and like dominate where you're at or, you know, just be where you're at, progress where you're at. It's just more so like sometimes if you look too far ahead, you don't enjoy where you're at. So I say just patience and just being where your two feet are at is really how I got here. Yeah. Yeah. Um, work ethic. So 
you said fourth grade when we started playing organized ball. So what type of work ethic did it take for you to get from fourth grade starting organized ball all the way to, you know, the point that you are now in the G League? I know so I originally, like, I never, like, worked on my game. Like, I would just be outside playing basketball all day, like, and, like, if I was playing pickup with guys and let's say – so, growing up, I, I drew a really good going left. So, let's say they're trying to make me go right and I'm not too good at it. Then I would, like, kind of just be like, all right, I got to do this. So, like, when I'm in the game, I don't feel embarrassed that somebody got to push me right. But, like, besides that, I really just played. Like, I never really knew what working on my game was until I got to high school. And uh, one of my coaches used to work out our varsity point guard. When I was a freshman, he used to work at the varsity point guard, like, before high school. So I came in one morning, like, 5, 30, 6 in the morning, and I seen that. And once I seen that, I'm like, okay, that's what I need to do to really be able to, like, get better at basketball. That's what it takes. That's what I'm going to do. And once I knew that, I dove straight in and just and loved it. And it became it became a drug to me. Like, I just wanted more and more and more. So – I say that. Hey, especially um when you start to see the success as well. You know what I'm saying? It's a lot of times, man, you know, we're in this 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 age of instant gratification. Like I said, with social media, you know, it's instant gratification. But when you are able to grind it out and you see the progression, just like when I was saying something about we're gonna kind of talk about season for season, but I was looking at like, you know, in college, man, like yo, starting out your average one one season was like, you know, three points. Mm-hmm. And it, you know what I'm saying, six points. Next thing you know, it was 12 points. Hey, and by your, you know, hey, by your senior year, uh, what, 20, 20 points? You know yep. what I'm saying? A hey, number 20 in scoring in the nation. We talking about D1 ball. You know what yep. I'm saying? So that's that's the beauty of it, man. That's the beauty of never allowing yourself to become discouraged. Like, man, I'm not doing, I'm not doing what I think I can do. I'm not allowed to get the playing time I think I deserve but you pay your dues and look where you are now. You know exactly. what I mean? That's all it is, paying your dues. Everybody got to do it. Even yeah. if you, even if it don't seem like it, everybody got to do it. Everybody got to do it. Everybody got to do it, man. Um, so how, how was it though? How was it, you know, being able to, I guess, make that, that leap um, each year to where you were the starting point guard to now you actually got, you know, scouts kind of looking at you, man. Did you, I mean, I I know you, you know, you had that confidence because once again, we're talking about grinding and out, but when you started getting like that buzz, like, yo, somebody, I'm getting invited to, you know, training camps and things of that nature. How, how did it make you feel? Um, When I knew I was going to training camp, I was, I was definitely excited. Um, At the same time, it was like a little nerve wracking because like, just because you get invited to training camp don't mean you're on the official roster. So right. in training camp, we had like 17 guys. And they had to cut the roster down to 10. Okay. So uh, I just remember the first day, I was a little nervous at first, uh, just starting off maybe the first few minutes. Cause I was like, I'm in a Lakers facility, like growing up a Lakers fan. It's like, man, like, and like the, in the facility um, up top, they got the offices and they got maybe like seven or eight of the uh, NBA trophies. Yeah. So just just like seeing history right in your face is crazy. Like, and then they got the the banner or not banners, but they got the players' numbers, like Kobe's number. They got the eight to twenty four Magic, Shaq, just like a whole bunch of guys, George Mikan. So it's yeah. like 
I had to kind of like be like, okay, I'm really here and get out that like, okay, that fan. Yeah. And like, all right, I'm really here. Like this is just basketball at the same time. Like I've been doing this my whole life. Yeah. I always feel like I'm better than everybody around me. So once I once I really just got back to thinking like that, I knew I was good. You always play with a chip on your shoulder, even from when, when you were younger? I, I say always, just because, like, I was so small yeah. and I played so, like, aggressive. So it's like I always just kind of had a little chip on my shoulder. Like, when I was younger, my one of my AU coaches used to call me Westbrook. Like, because <laughs> I, I just played so aggressive and I always used to attack and, like, it just nothing was going to stop me. Yeah. Hey boy, if you get compared to Westbrook, you definitely had a chip on your shoulder there. Hey boy, yeah, yeah, I was I was definitely a little Westbrook. Yeah. Okay. All right. Um. So. So when we talk about like that whole you know grinded out mentality and um, you know being able to you know achieve your dreams, what uh what would be some tips that you would give to you know some of the young ballers out there that's kind of trying to get to where you are. Uh, nothing happens overnight. Like a lot of people these days make it seem like it happens overnight, but nothing is overnight. Um, through the good, bad, whatever, the best thing to remain is is level headed and constantly working. Cause at the end of the day, it's the constant work that'll get you to where you want to be. Like, like you said, I went from six three to six to twelve to twenty points, and that didn't happen overnight. Like it happened years of putting in work and when you put in the work over time it's going to come back and it's going to get you back on the back end so i just say just work no matter what your situation is whether you're the first man playing you're getting 20 minutes or 40 minutes averaging 20 points or whether you're the 15th man only playing in practice like regardless you got to work because let's say you're not practicing or let's say you're only playing in practice for real and one day someone gets hurt or the coaches want to see where you're at or like, you know, when you're younger, parents got to drive you to the game. So someone's parent is, is late to dropping their kid off and you got to be the one to play. Like if you need to put in that work, you're not going to be ready. So just always be ready to go because being ready is better than trying to get ready. Right. No doubt. No doubt. Um, what, what, what's like in terms of your, you know, drills and, and stuff like that. How how do you kind of keep yourself in shape? I mean, I know you say you always have a ball in your hand since you were younger. Um, was it more or less just just kind of conditioning, just just playing, or did you have like you know a, a certain workout regimen? So, well, say, I I more so like in college, I guess more more so like college level. Okay, so college, I would always start off with like ball handling, and then I go to like floaters. And then I shoot some free throws, and then I shoot middies, and I shoot threes, and then once I do that, I come off the I come off cones, work on certain moves. Obviously, there'll be a lot of jump shots, and then go finish at the rim. Uh, just it would just be things like I knew I did a lot in games, and that I wanted to always make seem like they were easy. Yeah. So like I would just work on it, work on it, work on it till I felt like I got in the game, and they'll be like, "All right, yeah." Like when when someone sees me doing that, they know like, okay. That's a bucket. So, yeah, just be stuff like that. I would always work on like one of my moves is like when I reject the screen and I'm when I when someone set me a screen on the right side and I'm going to my left, yeah. I like to reject it with the spin. So like it looks real smooth and easy and which it is now. But growing up, it obviously wasn't. It's just I had to rep that, rep that, rep that, rep that. Like I remember doing that move one time. 
in one of my like I think I was a freshman, one of my freshman games, and I tried to do it like spin going back to the right. The ball flew out my hands, went straight out of bounds. The coach is like mad at me. Yeah. So like nothing's ever perfect. Like you're gonna mess up. It's just a matter of doing those reps, and then when you get in the game, being confident with it, and then it'll work. And sometimes it won't. And just you just gotta keep doing it, going back to the work, and then just being confident in what you do. Yeah, I was gonna ask, did you have like a signature move? That was that was kind of it. That or like uh a step back. Yeah. Like usually that step back just gives me enough separation to where I can get my shot off. So yeah. I'll say like a step back. Hey, and this dude, hey man, well, speed and the hops, like <laughs> hey, when he gets the ball in his hand, it's like, yo, go. Boom. You know and, and then hey, think you go think you're gonna try to meet him at the rim if you want to. It's gonna be a highlight. It's gonna be a highlight. Trust me, trust me. You know what I'm saying? Um, hey, so when was the first time you dunked in a game? First time I dunked was my sophomore year of high school. So I'm a two-foot jumper, but I dunked off one leg and the we was playing North Cobb. Okay. And the crazy thing about it was in high school, all our games was recorded. For some reason, the camera wasn't working that game. Yeah. But my first dunk in game is not on video. Oh, boy. I know you were it hot. Was sick, man. Sick. sick. I was sick. Hey, you made up for it uh, 10 times over, 20 times oh, over. Oh, yeah, now. definitely. But the first one, it was like, it was low key a body. Like, I kind of had someone like right here on me. He yeah. just real. Yeah. But school wise, I'm definitely counting that as a body. As a body, yeah, yeah. Um, so like, what gave you the confidence to try that in a game? Because you know, especially being in high school, and you get up there, and get a, hey, you get hung on the rim, you know, in this this social media era, boy, that a hey, that could be catastrophic. Man, I say more so. I mean, I just I never get embarrassed. Like, I always feel like if you at the game, you watching me. So. If I, I can't that. do it, I know you can't do it. Right, right. I love that. That's really what it is. I love that. And that's true. I always put so much work in. I felt like I pretty much can do anything. And even if I am like I don't do it well, I don't succeed at that time. In my head, I still know I can do it. So yeah. I'm not tripping off what nobody says. Yeah. Did you ever have like certain goals like in, in the game? Not necessarily from like a, a selfish standpoint of stats wise but did you ever say hey when i get in the game i i want to make sure i do xyz kind of like um back in high school i used to always want to get a dunk yeah like i always want to get a dunk i always wanted to get a dunk in high school or like cross somebody up to make the fans go like crazy but never never really like no certain amount of points or nothing like that i more so just wanted to like really play good and win yeah but never like no points or nothing i remember like in Gwinnett, they had this thing called the Super Six. So that was the best uh, six players um, in Gwinnett at the time. I I wanted that. I never yeah. got it. That's definitely something I had wanted. Yeah. Back when I was in school. So, um, and so you always played the point, never the shooting guard. You always played point. I did both. Okay. I did both. Yeah. Okay. So you know, were you more like a? Um, shoot first point or like I'm gonna get the team involved and then what they need me to do I do type thing or okay so I'm I was more so score first yeah but if I needed to be passed first I could do that yeah I definitely like enjoyed scoring the ball more yeah passing growing up for sure yeah 
and you know what and for people watching this even like the youth it's not it's not necessarily like considered to be selfish because the point guard wants to score you know what i'm saying like it's it's all about what that team needs so okay. hey just because you know he's a point guard and you think point guard is the one that gets everybody involved hey if he's in position to score you know what i'm saying and, and the team needs scoring then that's what needs to happen you know what i'm saying and a lot of times like growing up before i got to high school i was the best player on the team a lot of times so like if i don't score we don't win right i kind of had to right right exactly Exactly. You know, so um, uh, aspiration wise. So this is your first year in the G League. You know, obviously looking to try to get to the NBA. What um, like what what goes into your your thought process about like, how do you make your your leaps going forward? I know you just kind of getting, you know, introduced to, you know, being in the G League, being in Cali. You know what I'm saying? Obviously, it's a business side of it too. You know, it's not, it's not just like, hey, I'm just playing for fun now, or you know, hey, they got salary caps and things of that nature. You know, you know what I'm saying? So how how do you kind of wrap your your mind around being able to progress from where you are now? Uh, I'll say just first being a good person because yep. a good person will get you a long way. Even if you're good at basketball, you're not a good person. If people don't like you, they don't want to be around you, then they got a bunch of guys that are really good at basketball. Like, you're not a good person. They're just going to find someone that can do what you do and is a good person. So, first, that. Secondly, is win. Do anything to win. Uh, be adjustable. Be ready to go. Because in G League, some games you're going to play a lot. Some games you're not going to play. Like, that's just how it is. So, you got to understand mentally, like, it's a different – you got to wire yourself differently. It's not just like college where, okay, every single game I know I'm going to get – 30 minutes, I know I'm going to get 15 shots. Like, you got to be able to just play with good players, be able to accept different kind of roles. So I think just doing that on top of being consistent and playing my game at the end of the day, it'll work. It may not work, but I think that is going to be my formula, and that's just what I got to go with. Yeah. So how how does that work? Like, I know the G League is a league in itself, but then – on the same token, I know, like, sometimes it's pl plug and play, you know what I'm saying? Like, hey, yo, folks that's rehabbing off of injuries, you know yeah. what I'm saying, might need to get a little work, get their win back up, stuff like that. And next thing you know, hey, you got a Clay Thompson coming back that's in the, in the, in the starting lineup, you know what I'm yeah. saying, on the squad for about three games. Like, I, So how how does that work? Like, So, like, for us, um, the Lakers draft pick this year was Max Christie. I think he was drafting somewhere in the second round or so. So, yeah. like, let's say – the Lakers have some guys that are injured and he's getting like a lot of minutes. So he'll stay with them. And let's say like those guys come back and he's not playing as much. Obviously they don't just want him sitting. Like they don't want their draft pick just sitting 15 games in a row or so. So like they'll have him come down and play with us. So like certain guys who are like in his spot, they're not going to play as much because He's definitely a priority for the Lakers organization. So, of course, he's going to come down, get his minutes. They want him to, you know, work on certain things. Um, they obviously still want him to win. They don't want him to play selfish basketball and not win. So, they'll send him down. He'll play a few games with us. Uh, he'll get a call, go right back up to the Lakers, and, you know, go dress up with them, possibly be ready to play. Like So, 
it's more so that um we also got two ways two two ways per like g league team uh two ways are different with certain teams like some two ways they'll be with the actual nba team most of the time our two ways are usually with us uh most of the time and like like i said when guys for the lakers are injured or out with with for some certain reason then they'll call those guys up and then they'll fill those spots in that they need They'll play for how many or so games that they need them to, and then they'll come like right back down and be with us. So it's more so like you just some games you got to be ready to. Oh, he's gonna play or he's not gonna play. So like that's why I say you always got to be ready because when your number is called, if you're not ready, it's too late to try to get ready. Right. So it's, it's better you stay ready than yeah. trying to get. Ready. Yeah. Um. So now let me ask you this: in terms of you know like kids coming directly out of high school. And going into the G League versus, you know, maybe that one year, you know, college stuff like that, you know, and like, you know, school Henderson comes to mind, I, you know, obviously being around, you know, Georgia and whatnot. But um, so how, what what are your thoughts on that? Like, uh, I think if I was a high profile basketball player at the time in mm -hmm. high school, like, let's say if I was Scoop. Yeah, I definitely would have done the same thing just because like with guys like that, it's kind of inevitable that they're going to the league. Yeah. And it's, unless something crazy happens, which I don't remember the last time something crazy like happened to her or something like that, didn't it? Yeah. I'll just say like, I wouldn't say school's a waste for them, but it's like, what's the point of them going to school for a year and doing all the classes and all that and then not even finishing school? And they're going straight to the league when they can just automatically make that jump to be a pro and learn the pro lifestyle, learn what it takes, develop their body and all that. And we're like ignite with G League. I think they still do like if you want to do school, I think they'll still pay for it, too. OK. Yeah. Okay. So you could be a pro and still get your school paid for or go to college. And well, like back then, they didn't do all the NIL deals and all that. So like. You know, the school be profiting off you. You wouldn't be able to make a certain amount of money, like all that. So, like, yeah. If, if I was in that position and I could have done it, I easily would have done the same thing. Yeah. Because truth be told, man, I mean, you, hey, a person is determined, man. They can get their school lean. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, mm -hmm. yeah. But sometimes, like, certain deals, like, I, I want to say his was like two years for a meal. I mean, you got to, you gotta weigh your options on stuff like that. You know what I'm saying? And then Damn, this is yeah, this is your your career. Hey, let's let's go ahead and get your education on basketball. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, like yeah. Jumpstart, jumpstart your life. Like, yes. That's the point of college is to get you ready for life. Like if you can just go ahead and semi jump into it and get ready yes. and get an early start, why not? Like yeah. Why? Yeah. Um Two questions as we wind down. Two questions I normally ask of everyone. Uh, first question, what do you want your legacy to be? I'd say I want my legacy to be. Obviously, when I was growing up, I'd say I wanted to end up one of the greatest basketball players ever. Yeah. Um, now, i say, like, I just want to be – I still want to be one of the best ever. Yeah, but I also wanted to be known that I always gave all I could, and that I never let none stop me. And 
whether it was good or bad, I just kept going. That's 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 it. Yeah. Yeah. Just just that mental toughness. Yeah. And being mentally able to tough, physically tough, all that. Like whatever, whatever's thrown my way, I'm able to take it good or bad. And I'm gonna stand there and take it because I know I can do it. No doubt. Overcoming that adversity. Always to make it happen. Yeah. Um, before I get to this last question, let me ask you this. Um have you have you come in contact with like, you know, any uh NBA players just like kind of caught you off guard, like, wow, that's such and such, like over there, you know what I'm saying? Especially being in the Lakers facility. Uh the one everyone could think of, LeBron. Yeah. Like, yeah. I remember when LeBron was uh he was rehabbing off a groin injury he had earlier in the year. Like our locker room is right um across from the weight room. So like when we're exiting our locker room, it's like literally right in front of the weight room. So I remember one day LeBron was there doing like defensive slides to try to get his groin back together. And I was just standing there for a minute. I'm like, dang, like, that's LeBron. Like, right. I'm never really too starstruck about anyone. Cause I've, like now I'm older, I've been around a lot of NBA guys. Like in the summertime, I play pickup with them and all that. But like at the end of the day, that's still LeBron. And I was just like sitting, just standing there for a second, like, that's really Brian. Like I'm in the same building as LeBron James. That's LeBron. That's watching LeBron. you your whole life. Yeah, I'm, yeah. I'm here seeing you face to face, five feet away from you. Like it's just crazy. Yeah, and I'm. I throw this out there too. So I I know you you faced up against Ja. At least your 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 schools did. You faced up against Ja um, in college. So how was it? How cool was that to see his leap? You know what I'm saying? Coming from like a mid major to being, you know, where he is now. It just inspired me to feel like I could do like just as much as he did. Like I easily say, Jaws, and in terms of like NBA guys that aren't like that haven't been in the league that aren't established, like LeBron's, Curry's, and the guys like that, he's easily one of the best, if not top two best basketball players I've ever seen. Like, yeah, I remember we played them in college our first game when I was at Jacksonville State and he was at Murray. We blew them out by twenty. Oh, did you? A, yeah, we blew him up by 20. Oh, okay. He had, he had a bad game, still had 22 points and 11 assists. Right. And that's a and bad game. That was game. like a bad game. Yeah. It's like, it's crazy. And then, like, they beat us in the uh, semifinals to go to the conference championship. I think he had like 28, 9, and like 5. And he hit the game when the shot. So, like, just seeing all that and seeing him up close in person, like, I knew he was going to come to the league and, and dominate. Obviously, I didn't think he was going to dominate as quick as he is now and do all the stuff he did, but I definitely knew he was going to come in and, and still be able to do his thing with no problem. Yeah. It's funny. My, my son was looking at, uh, like, your highlights, and he was like, man, and he said he got ups like, like Ja. That's, I promise you that's the first thing he said. Just how quickly you get up, you know what I'm saying? Hey, hey, ain't no showboating. Like, it's going to be, hey, that's what it's going Real quick. Oh, yeah. You're going to catch one. You're going to catch one. Yeah. Um, hey, so that kind of leads me into my my final question, though. Um, with it being Generation Motivation, the podcast, how do you feel as though you are motivating your generation and generations to come? Um, I say just showing, showing kids and anyone around me, whatever they put their mind to, is possible. Um, I went JUCO top one of the top juco players to breaking my foot okay. having to sit the whole year so then i went to d1 basically sitting the whole year 
to the next year, I'm thinking I'm finna play for real. I started a few games to restricted minutes, to transferring, to going to New Orleans, killing in the summertime, to breaking my hand, not playing a whole month before the first game, just being thrown into the first game, almost being ready to quit at one of my lowest ever's to on the back half of the season, averaging almost 16, 17, killing to then my senior year, averaging 20, being a college all-star, dunk contest, yeah. all this, all these accolades, yeah. making some history at New Orleans from a small school to now Lakers, G League team. So I've been around, I've done a lot, and I feel like if I can do it, someone else could do it. So just me continuing on and, and those that look up to me, if they see where I come from and the stuff I've been through, if I could do it, then someone else could too. Because in, in actuality, there's nothing special about me. I haven't, I don't have no, I don't have crazy height. I'm not super big. I'm six feet, 180, 185 at the most. Like all I do is be in the gym and work. And that's all it is. It's so simple. It's hard sometimes. Like yeah. all you have to do is be in the gym and work. And at the end of the day, like if it's meant to be, it, it'll come. Hmm. Hey, and you got to have that heart right there, though. You know yep. what I'm saying? Yep. That's the other thing. Hey, you got to have that heart. And, hey, and what you practice, you have to put it in motion as well. A lot of times, man, hey, boy, folks look good in practice, boy. They're making all kind of, hey, they're making all kind of moves, all kind of shots, this and that. But when you put them in that, in that, when you got nine other people on the court with them, boy, they just kind of yeah. shut down. You got to be able to do it when them lights come on, too. Just because be cool. you practice a lot. Don't mean you finna get in the game and go crazy. You still gotta, it's still a mental game too. Like you still gotta know. Like when them lights come on, you have to produce. You gotta produce. You gotta produce. And I try to tell my son, I was like, when you play, man, hey, it's a game within the game. Hey, you gotta be able to study the person that's guarding you. You gotta be able to, you know, study the person that you're guarding. You know what I'm saying? So you hey, what are their what are their strengths and weaknesses? What are you trying to take away from them? What can you do? And that they can't stop you from doing, you know, it's all it, like you said, it's all a mental game and being confident and being willing to, you know, hey, take that shot. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. You know, so um, Sometimes you got to be able to be like you said, embarrassed at times, like yeah, good or bad, like whether it's try to box and want to get dunked on or playing hard defense, get crossed or shooting a shot. You might not be too confident in Sometimes you just got to do it and go for it. And sometimes it'll just work out your way. And sometimes it won't. And if it don't, you just got to get right back up and do it again. Do it again. No doubt. Um, I got a couple minutes left, man. Um, any Anything else you, like, got on the horizon? Any, you know what I'm saying? You you a brand ambassador for anything? or what you uh, Yeah, brand ambassador for the brand. I just came to Hoop. You can yeah. check us on Instagram. It's I just came to Hoop. Or yeah. they have a, a website, I just came to Hoop. Uh, brand for basketball players. It's not just basketball players, basketball lovers, uh, sport lovers, whatever it is. It's it's great apparel, sports sweaters, t-shirts, whatever it is, man. We got it. Okay. Um. Anything else, man? Anything else you want to uh mention before we we wrap it up? Uh, appreciate you having me on the show. Yeah. And yeah, that's it. That's it. That's it. Hey, man. Um. You know. Derek, man, I definitely appreciate you uh, for taking out, you know, the time out your busy schedule. Um, and, I, you know, all I'm going to say is this, man. Keep doing what you're doing because what you're doing 
is working for you and not only for you, but for those that, are, you know, are looking up to you. A lot of times, man, we don't know, you know, we don't know who's watching us. We don't know who's watching our footsteps. You know what I'm saying? Hey, it's somebody in New Orleans right now that was like, yo, that's Derek St. Hilaire right there. You know what I'm saying? Like this dude, hey, this this dude is grinding it out. I remember when I went to the gym, man, he wasn't getting that playing time. Hey, this dude in the G League. You you, you feel me? So, mm-hmm. hey, man, just just keep doing what you're doing, man. And, um, hey, if you if you got it in here, and you keep you know putting putting forth that that effort and putting forth that work, man. It's it's all gonna work out, man. In, in due time, you know what I'm saying. Definitely. God's plan, bro. God's plan. Yes, so I, I definitely wish you uh, much success. Um, you know, um, what what about like your social media? Um, uh, Instagram is Saint Hilaire Derek S T H I L A I R E D R E K. That's my Instagram. I think my Twitter is the same exact thing. So. Anyone want to reach out to me, follow me on there. Uh, I'll be on there a lot. Okay. Twitter, I like to joke around, too. People want <laughs> to argue on Twitter. Hey, I'm I'm all for it. I'm, all right. I'm all for it. Hey, matter of fact, um, I, I'll list everything um in the comments as well. Oh, hey. Oh, he's verified, too. Now, he got an old blue check. <laughs> hey, I'm going to throw that out there. Yeah. Oh, he's verified. He's verified. He got a blue check. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? That's A. Um, but, uh. Hey, and to you, you know, the the viewers and the listeners, uh, depending upon what you what platform you're on. Hey, I definitely appreciate you for tuning into another episode of uh Generation Motivation Podcast. Um, hey, like I said, man, hey, find find your purpose and continue to work at it. Hey, and 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 you know, make make positive change. That's what it's all about. You know what I'm saying? Make positive change and whatever your platform is, use it that way. Someone's watching you. And somebody's looking to follow in your footsteps. So, hey, until next time, I'll holla.